0: Welcome back to Legacy Messages by Dennis Kiesler. I'm Wendy Buffington, your host. Today's message is entitled, Do We Cherish Our Freedom? And in the times we're living in with the war between Russia and Ukraine, I think this is a very timely message. Even though it was preached many years ago, it came back at just the right time. I hope you're blessed. Let's give them a hand for that. That's good Let's, Let's just praise the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord forever. I would like to see those men in the audience who have had any service record. I don't know who all of you went into service. If you fought or served in the armed forces of our country. Would you stand? We have men in the audience that that did that. Would you just stand? I didn't go across, but I? But you served. Let's just remain standing for just a moment. I want to say, men, I deeply appreciate your your service to your country. And I think that we need to just bow our heads in a silent moment of prayer. In thanksgiving and in honor of those who went and did not come back. and Those who have already passed. So let's just bow our heads for just a moment. In honor of these men that are standing and those who have gone. Say, thank the Lord for these men. Thank the Lord for these men, the contribution that they have made. And I do want to say thank the Lord that I'm living in a country where we have this opportunity to worship the Lord. History records that Benjamin Franklin when problems arose in the Continental Congress that were seemingly unsolvable, that he had these dignitaries to kneel and pray. History records that George Washington in that terrible catastrophe, the war between the states, Valley Forge, when it seemed as though that he was leading his men against unsurmountable odds, no way to win. Seemed like they were all going to be slaughtered. He was found away from the camp in the snow praying seeking God's face and I wonder today if, uh, if we cherish our freedom like we should or are we a little critical I find myself sometimes being very critical. Some of the impositions that we are find ourselves in. Received our tax notice not too long ago and how it was more than, than doubled. It was a little bit too easy for me to just think, and this is a free country. You know, we we'll find our gripes and we'll we'll complain, and we won't be too kindly, uh, maybe toward our government. But if we could just begin to count our blessings, how wonderful! And perhaps our attitudes would change. Independence. Next Wednesday, the nation will be celebrating in various ways. Riding up the road on occasions, you'll see flags draped out across the porches of homes in America. There will be many parades, there will be lots of speeches, there will be lots of things, activities, lots of folks will be enjoying the holiday, not knowing what it's all about, not thanking God that we can enjoy the natural resources and the beauty. Driving down from uh, the mountainous terrain up near Anna Ruby Falls yesterday after the wedding was over, seeing fishermen out in the waters fishing, trout fishing, and seeing literally hundreds, and perhaps beyond the visible eyes shot, there was thousands that were in little rubber rafts floating down the streams and enjoying the coolness of the water from the heat, the beautiful scenery. And that will be magnified over and over again this coming Wednesday. There will be lots of people that will enjoy the natural resources of our country and perhaps not recognizing... The price that has been paid that we're able to enjoy this. This is great to be able to enjoy our country. But when I think of the beauty of freedom, the ability to go where you'd like to go, and if you're financially able, do the things that you'd like to do. This is great, and we should be appreciative, and we should salute the flag of America. As my wife has pointed out, we should doubly salute the Christian flag. But I want to talk just for a few moments this morning, and we're going to let you go on uh, the thought of of independence and liberty. Maybe not in the vein that we would think of it as our beautiful country. Maybe Brother Ronald Wilson this past Sunday night quoted some great statesman, and I forget now who it was that made the statement that America would never be defeated because of the great natural setting, the Pacific Ocean on one side, the Atlantic Ocean on the other side, and and to think that all of Europe is Congested, they're clustered together and and for armed forces to attack and do battle and destruction so readily available there. But because America is isolated, made the statement that America would never be defeated. The only way that America would be defeated would be from within, and that is corruption. People fail to pray. People cease. Heaven, God, we And how true this is. I want to read one passage of scripture. 61st chapter of Isaiah. If you would like to look at that first passage of scripture there. One verse. Isaiah, the 61st chapter, the first verse. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim Liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. And let's read the next verse to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. When we think of liberty, we think of independence we think of freedom. We normally think, as we have been singing and commemorating and uh, in the vein of our independence, as a a free nation, when America has fought many wars, gaining the freedom that we're enjoying today. That's, That's great. My heart goes out, and my feelings are for those who are, they may be walking the streets of a free country. They may be able to lounge in luxury, riding very expensive, beautiful automobiles. And go to various places of natural beauty and enjoy, at least from the exterior, looking at things and enjoy the beauties. But there may be so many, and there, and there are literally thousands of people that are in prison, more bound than, than any type of a a brick and concrete and steel buildings could be built to house them and this is this is a nightmare to think of so many people that are incarcerated they're not able to enjoy a leisure dinner at home over their family. They're not able to go out to Shoney's or to Ryan's or McDonald's or go to some place and just enjoy uh, the atmosphere and enjoy eating. They're confined in these prisons because of things that they have done. That's terrible. But you see, the, the family of men that's bound by sin and bound by the ugliness That Satan has caused us to be so involved in. And to be bound by that. But this passage of scripture here. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek the greatest challenge that we could ever have as an individual. Not just as the preacher or the teachers or collectively the church, but individually. The greatest thing that we could ever do is to offer freedom to tell men and to tell women. And of course there must be something behind it, and in order for us to have the ability to liberate people, it must be because of the Spirit of the Lord. I don't have that knack, I don't have that ability, neither do you have that ability, but when we have the Spirit of the Lord in our lives, dominating our Spirit and Acting within the spirit then we have that authority we have the ability to help liberate people that are bound by the chains of sin. You're talking about independence you're talking about freedom and all the hilarious things that are taking place and the celebrations and all of the fanfare that will take place, the marches and the bands playing, and the rightfully so, we should celebrate that. But I'm here to tell us this morning that we need to be so grateful for being delivered, from being delivered from the bondage of sin that has the authority and the power, if we live in sin, to totally destroy us. The Bible teaches us that the wages... Of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, freedom, being set free. Oh, how how wonderful it is to be set free! Little things that that happen sometimes that captures our uh, attention. And uh, on our back porch, in the screened-in area, uh, as we go into our house, at the bottom of the Green there, there's a little area about so big, and in the summer months, sometimes a little uh, sparrow, a little bird will come in and will nest maybe. And then uh, when they're so frightened and you, you surprise them and they forget their mode of exit, they want to fly up high. And they'll fly out, maybe they're caught in, in the nest and they'll try to get out. And if you get there and get the door open. And then when you see them finally make their exit and out into the open, how jubilant they must feel and how wonderful it is to be set free. And this is the thing that people are so captivated, our neighbors, our friends. And this is my message this morning. This is the feeling that I have. It's wonderful to be an American and I thank the Lord for it. But I'd rather have Jesus, as the poet said, than anything that the world can afford. I'd rather have him. Because we can experience that freedom. Hold on, I'm, I'm not talking about uh, totally just hilariously happy all the time. We have our manners to go through. We have our mountains to climb. We have our problems that we encounter. But all to be, to be set free by Jesus. This is what he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And this is very essential, that we have the Spirit of the Lord to have upon me. And then he said, for He hath sent me. Now we cannot be very effective unless we have been sent. in order to have the backing of heaven and to have that calling from the glory world. To have that anointing. He has anointed me to preach good tidings, To bring and to at liberty those that are in trouble, in prison. And to bind up the broken hearted. All of these wonderful assets. We cannot have them unless we have the Spirit of the Lord and we are sent. And God help us as a church family. To recognize that this is the most important thing. To be set free. Oh, it's great to live in America. And America, and God bless America. God bless America. How wonderful it is with all the bad things. It's the best country that I know anything about. And I've heard others mention the same thing with me. In our minds look out and to see the devastation and all the things that are happening all around the world, everywhere, and we see the hurts. And then how wonderful it is and how peaceful there are areas within America that we can just enjoy the serenity and the sweetness and the presence of the Lord. And this is one of the spots right here at New Hope that we can come together and enjoy the singing And we can enjoy one another's fellowship. But then, as I endeavored to point out a few minutes ago, last week it was so glorious for those children to be there together in the youth camp. But now when they're out on the battlefield and they're going out in their everyday lives, that's a different story. Certainly it is. But we can have that freedom and we can go out and set those men and women, those people that are bound by the various things and wrapped up, we can offer them salvation. We can tell them about Jesus. It's the greatest thing in all the world. And this is what I want just to leave with us very shortly this morning: Independence, liberty, being set free in our soul, in our spirit. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful that we can go today, and my wife and I'll be planning to go uh, and visit with the James family, the Lord's willing and how wonderful it is to have the feeling of liberty to be able to go and do as we like to do. But to be bound by sin and the shackles of sin and then to suffer the consequence, the end result at the end of life's journey. Oh, how wonderful it is just to think that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to them that are bound, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. You remember reading in the old Bible, every 50th year, the year of Jubilee, when people would be released of their obligation, they would be set free. How wonderful it was to be able to hear that sound. This is the year of Jubilee. This is the year to be set free. Well, I want you to know that this is the day of salvation. This is the day that we can be set free from all the tormenting things that that hurt us. We can be set free. It takes a spirit... Of the Lord to do this, and God help us to acquire by whatever means it takes, fasting and praying, seeking God's face, reading His word, preparing ourselves. God help us to be prepared to offer liberty, to offer freedom. The vast majority folks in our community here are in prison, in the spirit. They're bound. Bound by habits. Bound by secret sins. Bound by things that are tormenting them. They can't sleep at night. Tormenting. We want to offer them liberty. We want to offer them freedom. We want to offer them. And God help us. And it's very possible. That there may be things within some of our hearts right here in this audience today that are tormenting us and we're bound by them. We need to have a release. We need the freedom. This freedom can come by the Spirit of the Lord. That's the only way. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And God help us to utilize our opportunities of helping men and women, boys and girls, to know more about Jesus. Would you bow your heads with us, please? Every head bowed. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you this morning that we are an American citizen. But dear God, I want to thank you more than that that I'm your child. That my sins have been forgiven. And oh Lord, I'm asking this morning for this entire congregation. Dear God, there may be those that's suffering this morning. There may be those that's carrying such a heavy load this morning. They need to be set free. Oh, Lord, they need liberty. Dear God, they need that freedom from the guilt that perhaps they have been under. Lord, that thing that may have happened. Oh, Lord, they know what it is. You know what it is. Dear God, we're asking that you would grant to us that stamina Oh Lord, that determination that we're going to receive the deliverance and we're going to be free. We're going to be set free. Speak to every heart this morning. We'll praise you for it because we're asking it in Jesus' name. While every head's bowed and every eye's closed, I don't like to close any service without giving that invitation. If there's something in your heart, in your life, that you need help from, this is your day. This is a beautiful opportunity to come and ask for forgiveness. If you're bound, if you're in prison, if your spirit is in prison and you're not set at liberty and you're bound you need to be set free you can receive that freedom this morning if you'd like to come as we wait just a moment been very attentive, and I want to thank you for it, for the greatest freedom that a man could ever have and ever experience, is to be able to lay down at night, and can be able to say with the poet, nothing between my soul and the Savior, there's no bars, I'm free, I'm free. How wonderful it is. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. We love you for coming. Don't forget the service tonight at 6.30. Meet with us. All minds clear now. A stand. Amen.